Hello. Welcome to an extra special episode of Ramsey Speak. Being honest with you, Alf, my head is all over the shop. I'm not sure if it's 1989, 2004, 2007. Yeah, it's literally so many blasts from the past in this episode. We had literally all the returnees you could ever dream of. I'm still waiting for Naomi Canning. Well, still yeah, waiting. aren't we all? But let's chat about these two big episodes of Neighbours. Let's do it. So we've seen our first female same-sex wedding in Neighbours. This is big. Neighbours history. Stuff. Yeah, this is big stuff. Um, Sky and Lana tied the knot and how beautiful was the ceremony? Literally probably my favourite of the week. Yeah, absolutely. And, and my favourite of all the sets that we've seen in the, the preview photos and everything. Actually, arguably the tram looked great. I know, which is weird because the tram is like just Dodge a bit. Like, what is the tram? Yeah. Um, no, I literally loved it. I thought both of them looked beautiful. Um, I did think it was a bit of a shame it had to be the tram. Yes, it did look beautiful, but I was a little bit like, you know, both of those characters weren't around when the tram no, came No, they had in. no link to it, yeah. They didn't have any link. And I know the point was they were supposed to get married in the Laster Square. But I just think even Harold's would have been a really beautiful spot to have had the wedding. And maybe because of the issue with it all falling down in the square, etc., maybe Harold's would have been a good shout. There would have been a good nod to the history of the characters. But regardless, they looked beautiful. The vows and everything were stunning. And I was just such a fan of this wedding. I've never really felt like I was short of love in life with friends and family. But that love never really felt like your love. From the moment you quoted some like it hot, I knew that you were special. I am so glad that I found you again. You challenge me, inspire me, and celebrate my successes like they're your own. When I'm with you, I'm the best version of myself. You're my first kiss. I'm so happy you'll be my last. The power of love. <laughs> um, I've got to like throw it out there quickly because I feel a bit embarrassed. I did a bit of research after yesterday's episode, and the did reason... you embarrass yourself online? Yeah, I just I was... have you publicly humiliated <laughs> yeah, both of I, us. Yeah. I just um. I researched and I found out that Lana, the reason why she has the accent that she does, is because her character is was raised in Canada and also raised in Australia, so she's got one of those hybrid accents. And now I've done the reception, well, I know that. We so can certainly tell that. Well, yeah, nobody's like come for me, but I just don't want to come across like a real like unintelligent. I didn't know, but I've researched since, and that explains it. And now I'm happy. I'm content. I know okay. what's going on. Oh. I'm fine with it. I also researched uh, where they got the grass padding that they covered Amy's um, <laughs> the yard, uh, the yard <laughs> with, which meant that the uh, <laughs> the tram didn't look so rough. It, it looks lovely. <laughs> Because I want Honestly, to get some of that for my balcony. <laughs> you would never have thought that, like, that was just on the side of a road, would you? I mean, like, you definitely would, but, yeah. <laughs> but, but you know, those gazebos they've hired for that tram, they are getting their use out of them. They bloody are, aren't they? Crew. Um, White gazebos as well, so they actually oh, were perfect for it. Honestly, everybody. they've done well there. Whoever invested in them in the props team, yeah. props to you. I bet they're oh. not even prop. Oh, <laughs> God. I bet they're not even props team. They're probably like the location department. Yeah. They use them when they're on location. They're like, bloody hell, not okay. <laughs> um, I literally loved this wedding. I really loved it because, you know, Sky and Lana were the first uh, same-sex female kiss on Neighbours, and that was a big deal, and that was very ahead of its time. Like, it got a lot of press from people saying it was... Positive and negative. Yeah, positive and negative, but people really saying it was like a television advance you know early noughties yeah. you didn't see as many on the bbc it was deeply questionable lines. whether they were going to air it or exactly not. and 
you know, now they've got an opportunity to come back as characters. And again, similar to Paige and Mark, what we said yesterday, it does feel like the storyline is like rounded off really beautifully for those characters. And I don't feel in the slightest bit bad for Dylan. I feel a little bit like Dylan served his purpose. They were teenage love and, you know, they got three kids together or whatever it is. But what a great way to bring Dylan back and just to bring another iconic character from that period back back into conversation this week. Hey. You speaking hofters? Hey, cuz, long time. You're telling me. Yeah, speak. Hi guys, I'm Dylan. Sky. Looks like I missed a party. Dylan's back! Is there anything more iconic than a Timmons? They are. Oh, they are the OG best family. They are the OG Cannings. They, yeah, that's what they? I was going to say. The Canning, the reason I love them so much is the Cannings remind me of um, the Timmons and the fact that Dylan was back. I was like, oh, it's coming all back. When he was like, you're speaking hafters or whatever it was, I was like, is there a better line to bring him back on? I don't think there is. I no. think he's bloody great. And he hasn't aged. Why does he look exactly the same? Well, neither Sky, but I mean, none of her face moves. So, you know, Damn. I've had a drink. Damn. Sorry, I'm actually still drinking Prue's Prosecco. Li- loose lip. Yeah, <laughs> Prue's champagne. <laughs> oh, Lolo. Um, <laughs> oh, no, I loved seeing uh, Dylan back. Also, how cute was it when he was going to reflect on the Stingway wall that's been like put behind God knows what on the yeah. set but it was nice that the wall was still there and they were able to really just like sweet. nod to and it. And that moment between him and Paul was really sweet as well I think. It's good because when he came into that scene obviously the only person that he was really familiar with was Sky. Yeah. Because then it was like Shane and Dippy and Yashvi and I think that's that all a bit odd to pretend like they're really good family and stuff. It was nice to have Paul with him, who was in the show when he and, was. And, and what a great line when Paul just kind of wanders past Dylan and is like, oh yeah, he, he killed me once, basically. Another blast from the past. Huh? Dylan Timmons. The man that pushed you off the cliff. Yeah, but then he saved my life. <laughs> and I love Therese just catching up on that. Like, the, the one who tried to kill you? No, 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 but then he saved my life. Like, it's fine. And then they just both walk past so casually. Exactly. Like, another day in errands, bruh. <laughs> and it just, yeah, it highlights the craziness of just general storylines of neighbours. I, I feel like the whole thing that. was just like, yeah, he pushed me off a cliff, but he tried to save me too. It was just like typical neighbours all over. It was great. <laughs> the last moment that was fantastic from the daytime episode was, of course... Jane getting her happily ever after moment. Um, well, yeah, we hope so. Anyway. We hope so. Oh, this was so lovely to have these two characters back together and to do like this little journey. There was just so many great moments. I said to you before, my favourite like line in the episode, weirdly, is when she walks into his hospital room uh, and just asks how Des is. And he's like, yeah, right as rain. And she's like, Des, you were hit to the ground. Try again. I just, I was like, oh, she is just, she's so iconic. I love the both of them so much. And as you said, this is their, the proposal, the happy ever after. Fingers crossed we've got the wedding that's going to come Yeah, it could tomorrow. count as wedding 2, 10, 15. Who knows? Who knows at this yeah. point? It seems Paul and Therese glossed over the fact that theirs did count, so... Exactly. Well, yeah, I really liked that throwaway that. line where we were suddenly like, oh, we are counting it. Brilliant, now we'll move on. Mm. But this proposal was 10 out of 10. We've been here before. This time there's nothing stopping us. <laughs> Jane Harris, would you do me the great honour of becoming my wife? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, 
yes, another wedding. Another wedding, potentially the final wedding. Potentially. Well, looking like it, Friday tomorrow and all. Yeah. No, it was really, really sweet. And this episode, again, was full of love. And it's what these daytime episodes have been so perfect of this 35th week. So absolutely love that. And on the flip side of that, let's chat Endgame. Endgame got intense. So intense. (laughs) Finn... I know I've said it for the past, like, well, this is our fourth day doing it. He's an absolute nutter, and he's getting more and more nutter as we're going through the weeks. I just, like, I'm shook. I'm shooketh. (laughs) He is so manipulative, but also I find it quite surprising that Ellie is so drawn in by it. No, I take that back. I'm literally not surprised by Ellie. She's been on (laughs) unlimited white wine while being there. She's probably been drunk. Oh, but then she's breastfeeding, so no, she's probably not drinking, is she? Yeah, no, she had, like, that little bit of, like, champagne or something on the the birthday morning. I'd love it if we saw more drinking from Ellie. Yeah, she's so keen, though to like get out of the island and get off the island she's like let's take the car let's do this she's the one kind of pushing it she is she's super manipulated by Finn but he has manipulated everyone you know he snapped at Chloe didn't he yeah yeah the big old you know kind of like back off Chloe yeah like why are you so invested you can't touch her anymore yeah well exactly yeah Yeah. back off hashtag which is irony from him after Harry Sinclair and what he got up to literally yeah oh god I don't want to think about bums 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 peaches um yeah, he snapped at them, and then he also snapped at Gary as well. So, well, not snapped. It was more of a... More of a devil in look. There's been loads of looks. Loads fact, of looks this, this whole episode. episode wasn't really made up of, like, immediate things happening that make you go, <gasps> but just, like, lots of, like, building the tension. We're really, like, getting to the tension now, and, yeah, I just think Finn is so manipulative, and that bit when he was, like, whispering to baby Aster... <laughs> Sorry, I keep changing your plans. I know you'd really like to go home, but that's not gonna work now. Not after they find Toadie and B. It's not safe for me. But it's okay. As long as your mommy and I are together, we can we can live anywhere. Maybe we can even find a way for Auntie Susan to join us as well. It's all gonna be okay. I promise. Oh, a classic Neighbours dramatic sting at the end of that clip there. Oh, we love a sting, don't we? We do, we do. Tell you who else is not enjoying the sting situation. Oh, Oh, God, seamlessly linked. What a subtle transition. (laughs) um, The snake drop on Harlow and B. Oh, what you were talking about, Finn being a psycho, I feel in the moments where he stands over this pit and, you know, maybe often gives us a shadow of some of his genitalia. Oh, Um, don't say it. He is so ominous. You know, when he was like, I'm sorry, B, you've got to go. Yeah. But he's so scary in these moments. You'd it's be really petrified scary. if you were in that. Absolutely. Red Watson mine. Yeah. Well, and when he, um, you can take him drinking Red Watson mine. Yeah. Sorry. I have had a lot of gins. <laughs> I'm just still celebrating Prue going. Just well on it. Um, No, I do. I think <clears throat> that bit when he picked up the, the big rock and like threw it down there and was blaming it on the weather. Oh, I'm like, yeah. And he's like, boom, boom. Like, throw it. yeah, that was awful. And it was so close. Like the way, like the way it was filmed and everything, I think the way that that mine is coming across filmed wise, it's really like quite beautiful. Really realistic. It's obviously in a studio and then yep. the separate bit is on location. Really realistic, especially with the rock throwing down. You saw it just like literally dodge Harlow's head. It really made me like <gasps> I was like on the edge of my seat. Um, no, he's an absolute absolute nutter. And I thought the way he was talking to me in Harlow, that was just creepy. So so creepy. Let's risk it. Okay. Help! Help! 
Sorry, girls, not gonna happen. Fee, I thought you'd be dead by now. Please, Finn, Harlow has done nothing to hurt you. It's too late. Harlow, you had so much potential. People will be looking for us. Yeah, they'll find you. One day. Oh, I really enjoy how Finn's accent goes far more Australian when he's evil. Well, it's more like a kind of outback Australian. Outback Australian, yeah, yeah. I really enjoy that. You know, they'll find you one day. Yeah. Like, it's very It's tight like when and... Dee and Andrea were <gasps> yeah. up against each other and Andrea went proper, like, You're outback. so right. Well, it's... we assume it's outback. We're not really dialect people, but it just sounds that more like, uh, I suppose, stereotypical Australian, like, really, like, the twang yeah. to it and everything. I really enjoyed in that scene when B uh, recapped Harlow and what happened to Santhi, and it actually made yeah. us realise the the connection and the similarities between Harlow and Xanthi and what yeah. Finn's been doing. Absolutely. And actually, you could see in Harlow that real moment of realization that like oh shit like i'm in danger yeah exactly she suddenly realized kind of what she was up against and i think for b obviously it's all come crumbling down she's realized that the, the alarm bells have been going off for a while but she's just kind of chosen to ignore them because she's believed he's been a good person i just think it's been a really really great twist and we're starting to see more and more of his manipulative side come out and less hiding it i do think in front of the others who are camping they're very kind of like aware that something is up with Finn at this stage, which leads us to, I think, a really big kind of like climatic Friday episode, which, you know, we saw at the end of this episode that Finn picks up Toadie's bow and arrow, whoever's bow and arrow from the tent, the teepee. What's he going to do with bow and arrow? If he's going off with bloody weapons, we, I mean, we've got deaths to come. He's going to catch a fish. A very or large catch fish. A fish. Or he just wants to engage in the game of archery that he missed by putting B down the Could he go on the rampage to find Harry Sinclair and kill him? He could do. So who are your predictions on who you think could could be out of here? He's, well, he's f- knowing neighbours, I mean, after that very scenic, sensitive episode with Gary Canning, I'm sorry, but he is a goner. He's finished. He's done. He's over. He's doo-doo. He's gone. He's tomorrow's dinner. He's finished. <laughs> <laughs> Any more friends? He's gone. <laughs> oh, right. He's gone again. Um, no, I, I do kind of agree with you. I do think the way which that episode of Gary, when he, his wedding didn't go ahead, we were saying then it kind of like psyched him up to an exit. It was like a classic I'm leaving neighbours episode, but he didn't leave. Yeah, exactly. And I think now he's on the island, yeah, all those moments with Finn, you think, oh God, he is going to die. But then it's like, how is he going to die? Because I think whatever could he way it's fall into be, the pit? Could he fall he into the pit trying to save B and Harlow? I think whichever way he dies, I think it's Could he wrestle be... the snake to the ground and get bitten by it? Maybe. Who knew there were snakes on the island? Who knew? So convenient that snake was slithering past just as Finn Isn't was chatting it? to them as well. I know, but he had a creepy mm. smile when he saw that snake. It was like, mm. it's like yeah. probably like Voldemort. Very Harry Potter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very. yeah I that. Um, No, I think, you know, Gazcan, I think he's going to die and whichever way he goes, it's going to be quite the dramatic death. Yeah. I think we're all going to be a bit shocked by it. So then we've just got one left after that and assuming, well, fingers crossed, hopefully that'll be Finn. But if not Finn and Finn goes to prison, we've got somebody left and that could be Harry Sinclair. It well, could be, and Harlow going to die? I don't think Harlow's going to die, honestly. I think I think it could be B. If they killed off Harlow and uh, Denise Van Elton, that would be quite intense. You don't kill off um, Jason Donovan's daughter. No. You just don't. You'd kill... Um, it's royalty. Kylie... Well, no, but you'd kill off Jason Donovan and Kylie's daughter in the show. Madison. Madison, because she was a mess. But Obviously. Anyway, we're going off point there. Um, I was just laughing because uh, before each 
record of the Ramsey Speak, we obviously make notes about the episodes. And Sam made a note here that just said, summary, not much happened, but it's gone up a level in intensity. <laughs> and that made me laugh a lot. Because um, you basically said, shit all's happened, but my God, it's got dramatic. Well, it wasn't an episode where too much did happen. I did find the end game tonight was a bit of like, you know, it wasn't like the, my, their strongest episode, I don't think. It was more of the... It's a bit of a filler, wasn't yeah, it? It, it was, was getting us to you tomorrow. You have to do these explaining episodes to make sure that then the one afterwards is big. And I've got a feeling Friday, end of the week, is going to be the big one. And then this one was just the, let's explain it, let's talk about it. I do it. feel like today and maybe Tuesday, or maybe Mondays, definitely could have been compacted. Like, I feel the whole of Endgame probably could have been three episodes. Maybe one Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Probably. But I think they wanted to try doing the five-day thing, and I'm glad they tried it. I read again in that Digital Spy article with the commissioning editor of Channel 5 that he was like, we want to do things first, because why not? And I totally love that. But yeah, I love that. Interesting to not always stretch formats out just for the sake of it. Maybe we needed a bit more padding within yeah. it then but we'll find out tomorrow maybe this slow kind of growth of the characters and the episodes has all been part of the story to draw us in mm. i didn't expect I'm Finn in. to push b in that moment so that it did moment work was great i yeah. mean we've had so many great moments this week i'm super super excited for fridays i think it'll just be a 10 out of 10 episode on both parts both the main daytime one and also end game we've obviously got one wedding left we as think. we said paul and therese did drop that line in after um jane got engaged that said you know, we're never going to... If you include our um, renewals, then I guess Jane's Which, our fifth couple. Can I just confirm? Think, mm, we're literally not no it. one else includes it because no one was there. Literally. And it wasn't a wedding. They just spoke, Said some they things on a, spoke on a to plinth. each other under, yeah. in a wedding venue. They decided to make up. Anyway, pushing that one aside, don't want to be negative. One wedding left. We're assuming that'll be Jane and Des, obviously. Um, Deaths-wise, we've got two left. We've said our predictions. Let us know your predictions on Twitter. Who do you think's going to die? Um, Gary Canning surely you all think Gary Canning we're quite on that um, could it be B could it be Harry Sinclair could is it, it be Ellie? Ellie we could know it, she's leaving the show yeah. yeah like I think you know the deaths is all a bit up in the air as to who it could be at this stage but yeah do let us know like we said we're always on Twitter on the conversation 24 hours a day we're not awake for 24 hours a day but the conversation's always going on and um, I will be starting a change.org petition because earlier today Denise Van Elton said that the producers of Neighbours said that she may not actually be dead because we didn't see her body explode into flames so I will be lobbying the government to get the footage of her body exploding <laughs> into a million pieces as Prue not the real human that yeah, would be horrible let us um, know as Prue uh, surely she cannot be alive would you do you want to see Prue come back absolutely not out of the puddle and into the pond, out of the puddle and into the... You're ruining my chakras. <laughs> <laughs> no, Prue was great for her purpose. She served her purpose. Never returned to Erinsborough. She served Thank the you, order Prue. well. Oh, on that note, that's the end of today's episode. Make sure you're listening my to God, us My God, it's our final tomorrow. one tomorrow. We're going to be I delusional know. by that that's, point. God, I don't even know oh, what I'm doing now. God. Um, yeah, make sure you tune in to us tomorrow and make sure you're watching Neighbours in the daytime specials and Endgame. The we'll final Endgame. What the hell is going to happen? Oh, until we'll speak then. To you then. See you later. Bye.